Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world, and welcome to Death by Pod. Yes, the pod where horror is the only subject. <laughs> my name is Matt Hudson, and I'm not really that scary, but joining me is my wonderful co-host, who is frightfully terrifying. It's Elizabeth, aka Bloggy Balboa. How you doing, mate? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really well. Glads, guys, girls, everybody. It's been about a year since we did this show last, because technical issues and all that. We've, been, we've actually been on this call for the last year, trying to get this to work. Exactly. But we're back now. We're going to be doing more regular shows, talking horror, and I couldn't be happier about it. So uh, thanks, mate. We're back and we're bad. Absolutely. And we're terrifying. Absolutely. Give, give me your most scariest laugh. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're back now, guys. We're definitely yeah. back. See, if someone did that to you in a pub, you'd be... If I was in a pub in Essex or in London, which is where we're respectively based, I would cack myself. Yeah, it's a bit. It depends how scarily funny they find things, I suppose. Yeah, well, we are. We can be scarily funny, but we can also be scary. And we're also talking scary films. Well, we think they are sometimes. Anyway, the whole point of Death by Pod is we're going to sit there and chat the breeze, basically about one horror film each episode. Uh, and we're just going to chat about it. What did we like? What did we didn't like? Deep dive into it a little bit and and really go from there. This is going to be a cool little discussion. So, Bloggy, without any further, what are we talking about this week? We are talking about Cruel, which is the alligator movie that we all know and love, directed by, and these are a lot of names that I can't pronounce, mm. Alexandre Ajar. I like it. I feel like that's the way it to works, go. It works, it works. It's starring Kaya Scodelario. Is that her right name? Scodelario, I think, yeah. Scodelario. Kaya Scodelario. Scones. And, <laughs> and Barry Pepper. <laughs> you've got these exotic <laughs> Not names. Sergeant you've got Pepper. Ba- Bazza Peps joins in. <laughs> Big Baz. Oh. And so, should I tell you what Crawl's about? I think you should. There. For those who haven't seen it, we are going to go incredibly full spoiler on this one it's going to be more uh, spoiler filled than me nippers nappy so uh, beware if you haven't seen it go watch the film come back and listen to us but yeah what's it all about right okay so for those that haven't seen it and those that have seen it cruel is about a swimmer a young female swimmer who tries to save her dad during a category five hurricane but she finds that he's trapped in a flooding basement with an angry alligator And it's just, wow, that's the plot. It's not the best synopsis in the world, though, is it, to be fair? Do not think. (laughs) There's a Category 5 hurricane, and she goes to find her dad, who's trapped in a basement with an angry alligator. It sounds like a kid's game, doesn't it? Like one of the Hungry Crocodiles, or it's called Hungry Hippos. Well, if I said it was a placid alligator, it wouldn't be a problem, would it? Because they'd just, they'd get out, and it would be fine. But this alligator, I feel, is particularly pissed. Lucky he's not ravenous or hungry. He's actually angry about something. Like, something's irked him. I don't. I don't want to assume that he's hungry. He might have just eaten. Maybe that's why he is hungry. But angry. Maybe he's eating too much, or maybe he's eating the wrong thing that hasn't quite uh, agreed with him. Do you want to stop dumping on my on my synopsis here? Because I actually stole that from IMDb partly and added in more added in more words. <laughs> <laughs> We've got an angry alligator who was hungry. Hey, maybe he wanted a bit of berry pepper on his food. Who knows? There's the bad joke. There's the first bad joke of the show, guys. We're coming, but no, that is it. Yeah, basically, we've got a we've got a Kaya Scodelario. She plays a character called Haley Keller, 
who just happens to be like an Olympic level swimmer. That gets established like straight away in the film. The first five straight minutes away. is basically yeah. how good she is at swimming. And her dad, Dave Keller, played by Barry Pepper, they the two of them are estranged. Uh, it's all based in Florida, as uh, alligators and hurricanes seem to go hand in hand in that region. When the category five hurricane hits, Haley ignores all safety protocols, drives through the evacuated area to find her dad. And that's basically the film, isn't it? It's about an hour and a half long. It, it, it absolutely takes no prisoners. It does not stop once it gets started. But So, Cruel, you picked this film. Why did you pick Cruel out of all the other ones out there? I loved Cruel. Like, I really did. I, I love me a good sort of monster movie. If that is that what this is? It's a monster movie Basically, or creature it's a, it's feature a, it's a or creature whatever. Feature, you, horror creature it's a, feature. It's a horror creature feature, natural disaster. It's like Dante's Peak meets <laughs> Lake, Lake Placid. Placid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. It just, I watched it and it literally, it had me on the edge of my seat mm-hmm. and my feet were firmly off the floor. You know, like when you watch a, when you watch a movie like this with the water and you have to keep your feet off the yep. floor, you're like, oh God, because I case. think an alligator is just going to come out the carpet. Um, yeah, and that, I, I thought the alligators were just going to death roll my legs off at any moment <laughs> watching this movie. It was amazing. So I thought, do you know what? I'm going to sit down with Matt and we're going to discuss this at length. Yeah, all for that I've got my feet off the floor now Cruel for me was a wicked example of a, a little film because I wasn't this wasn't on my radar particularly mainly because the poster looked horrendous and that was what and that's pretty much what I'm going to say is that it came out of nowhere you know one of those films you don't expect to make any money but it was surprising in the fact that it wasn't utter shit basically mm. and, that, and that was the first thing I got from this film was hold on it's getting some really good buzz and it did, all the film uh, review people I listen to and watch were really saying that, you know, whilst this film isn't tearing up trees and it doesn't need to, it's not one of those films. However, it delivers on those, you know, it ticks the boxes it needs to for a creature feature horror. It made, what, 90 million bucks off 13 million budget. So it was very popular. Yeah. And I didn't, again, I never expected to actually like this film, but I, I really enjoyed this film when it came out. I reviewed it quite highly. So, yeah, when you said, should we talk cruel? It like the film, it subverted my expectations a little bit, but I'm more than happy to sit here and shoot the <laughs> shoot the waves of you. Hey, it's Quentin Tarantino's favourite film of the year. Is so it? It is. It, there's all I, oddly enough, I was on Twitter today, as of course I never use Twitter while I'm at work. <laughs> I use it in my downtime. Um, but yeah, Quentin Tarantino's been like chatting about how he loved Cruel, and I'm just wow. like, yes. Now he's, you know, he's a man that knows what he likes, and he likes cruel. Well, I wouldn't have never, I would never have thought of that. But cruel is a simple film, and that's for me why the film works so well. It's because it's no nonsense. It is what it is, and it does what it needs to do well. Some of the scares in this film are excellent. the The score, I listened back to it recently just to just to get a feeling for it, and didn't realise just how unobtrusive it really is. It got, mm. got a real Evil Dead vibe, an original Evil Dead vibe from some of it. And I think Sam Raimi produced this film, is that right? Yeah, Sam Raimi's involved in it. I don't know how, but he is, yeah. He pointed and nodded at a few things. but So yeah, yeah. I, I liked how the score wasn't just one of those horrible sort of um, what the conjuring verses become, where it was just loads of loud bangs where you're meant to know there's something's about to happen. It's not like yeah. that. The score is actually quite, it's really creeping, really eerie. And it's this nasty kind of sense of dread that hangs over the film. And for me, that was the best part of the film was that it was there. It was like proper clench worthy film. Yeah. I mean, cause I think what it, what it does the, the best is that it uses silence. Mm-hmm. 
which is like, and you know, silence is golden. But I think in horror films, as you've said, like nowadays, you've got that kind of like really obtrusive, like fiddle music mm-hmm. that was used in The Conjuring. Not like fiddle, but like, you know, like fiddles. <laughs> <laughs> not a fiddle, but a fiddle. Um, not a fiddle, but a fiddle. Um, <laughs> and it, it, I noticed as well, like there's, there's parts when, especially at the beginning, when before the alligators are there, there's kind of like this heartbeat thing. It's like, go, go, go. And it's, it makes you feel like a maybe her dad's going to die, like you know, like vitals and life signs, mm-hmm. and then suddenly this fucking alligator comes tearing out, and you're just like, Jesus Christ! Like you don't see it coming <laughs> because you expect like this massive bang or this massive crescendo, and it doesn't happen. It's just silence, and you can just hear it kind of like hiss. The alligator is it hissing? It, is that what they it's do? Ca- it's kind of yeah. It's, it's not quite a roar, is it? It's kind of like a hiss, yeah. It's like a dinosaur. It's like how I imagine a dinosaur would sound. Yeah, just underwater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I that T-Rex with yeah, indigestion. <laughs> uh, what did you think the alligators looked like? I know that's a silly question, but I mean, it's CGI VFX. Because I thought they looked quite good, actually, given the budget. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, they, look, they looked okay. I mean, I think... Um, when you look at them, too, when there's scenes where they're too much in in shot do you know how yeah, i mean yeah. like they, they focus on them too much and then you're like okay that's a, that they do look a bit piney to be fair but <laughs> like i just i don't see how because it's not like they can get real alligators in I don't fancy it's not that, like yeah. they can do a temple of doom and just kind of chuck some clothes at some alligators and pretend like <laughs> yeah so i do, i don't know yeah they they look a bit crap but it's really hard to i mean i watched um 47 meters down the other day because it was on netflix yeah, that's the first one isn't it yeah, yeah, and that, like, and I feel that they're kind of very similar movies yeah, in the yeah. sense of it's a confined space, you know, there's things in the water, sharks, and th- th- there are some scenes where the sharks look real and there are other scenes where they just look tightly fake, but I think it's more about how they're deployed than... That, that was my only criticism, really, was okay. the... I don't know, but if it only had a 13.5 million but I mean, I, that sounds like a lot of money to me, but I guess it doesn't get you very far with CGI nowadays. Not nowadays, it won't. No, it's that Jaws effect, though, isn't it? I know they had their they had their issues on set, which prevented them from showing the shark. However, it worked in their favour because what you can't see is probably the scariest of them all. Yeah. And yeah, the way they for the most part in Cruel, the way they used the gators, I thought was really successful. But I I thought I thought they looked quite good for what they were, and I liked the fact that you didn't see them too much. But when you did see them, I didn't find them that offensive. So yeah, given the budget, I don't think it is it was too bad. My real criticisms of the film, I don't really have any. Not to say it's a perfect film, because it isn't. It's a film that ticks all the boxes it needs to. But um, I guess if you if you really want to be um, crit- critical, the, the plot is just, you know, it is what it is. It's just a bog standard A to, a to B to C plot. It's certain things like where Dave Barry Pepper is wounded and unconscious at the beginning of the film just happens yeah. to be in a safe space where the gators just can't get into, which just happens to be on the other side of the basement from where they need to get to. Little things like that, but, you know, who cares? That's there, that's there for dramatic tension. That's the whole... Otherwise, we wouldn't have a film. So there's not an awful yeah. lot, actually, I didn't like about this film. I thought Kaya Scodelario, or Scodelario, whatever her name is, I thought she was surprisingly really good in this film, because this is the kind of film where I don't really expect grade-A acting, if I can be honest. But Kayla Scodelaria, she I thought she really committed herself to this role. I thought she really went for it. And similar to Mandy Moore in 47 Metres Down, I thought she was actually yeah. really good. Barry Pepper's fine as well as the dad. I thought the two of them got on really well. But they're kind of the only two main, other than the Gators, they're the only two 
main cast members. There are others who kind dog. of flit in and out. Oh, and Sugar the dog. And the dog. Sugar the dog. Yeah, fair enough. The dog makes it through to the end as well. I thought he was going to bite it. I, I oh, honestly, honestly thought they were going to kill the dog off. That was that was like my. I, I, it got to the point towards the end where the dog had made it so far, and I was just like, I don't give a shit. Like, so the, spoiler alert. There's the bit at the, we've kind of jumped right to the end of the film. Like, there's the bit at the end where the dad like he's got the flare and it jumps off and it bites Bite, his arm off, his arm and off, you're yeah. like, oh my god! And it's just like, get the dog to safety. Yeah, yeah. that's one all arm. I cared about. I was like, just get the dog up the fucking stairs, get him on the roof, <laughs> and get him out of the house. Like, but yeah, I was so glad that the dog made it. I was really worried that it was going to be an I Am Legend where the <laughs> yeah. dog the dog they just you know like the one of the gators comes up and they just throw the dog at it when oh snakes on a plane some it, guy it, does that on snakes on I, a plane i was gonna say it's a strange correlation to make but now <laughs> i understand the reference yeah there's a bit on snakes on a plane where all the snakes are gonna get the humans and he just chucks that woman's like pomeranian at him and they're like oh no and you just watch it like that bit's brutal and yeah Chaos Godelaria, Barry Pepper, they've just come back together again. Haley and Dave, they're friends again. They're not gonna they they wouldn't throw each other in harm's way. I mean Dave, I mean he could have thrown his arm back in if it if it's fallen out the gator's mouth, but I I was worried that they were gonna kill the dog off for for some kind of emotional um manipulation. Yeah, well, I thought they're not gonna kill the kill the um adults off, the humans. They're gonna kill the dog off as they do. A couple of the humans get killed, and some of them quite brutally, but when they ripped off Dave's arm, I did think Hold on. Are they actually just going to go all the way to the end of this film only to have this guy get gobbled? Um, they didn't, obviously, as we know, everybody gets out safely. And um, Haley is also caught in a death roll at one point. We look like she's going to drown, but I never I never once thought she was going to die in this film. But I did think the dog was going to be on the Deadpool, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, because the, there was the, the, you know, so now we're going to jump back to the beginning again, but there was the whole thing, you know, with her swimming mm-hmm. and the dad being like, you're an apex predator. <laughs> you know, so it was like, Which it's is what you say to people. That she knows how to swim. That's all I'm saying. Like, because she has to hold her breath. She has to swim around. She has to outswim some alligators, which I think is probably impossible. But we're not going to talk about that. But, you know, it wouldn't be a fun film if, exactly. you know, and everyone else dies, but they just get away with a few, like, arm, oh, got well, a hurt shoulder. Well, one guy gets his arm, oh. arm bitten off, but... Oh, yeah, but that's right at the end. Like, you know, he he survives, like, a long time, considering that everyone else that comes even mildly into contact with him gets fucking beefed, like, straight away. Well, yeah, a couple of... Um, the, 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 there's some looters who are on a boat in the house opposite them. Oh. They get absolutely munched. Um, police officers get gobbled up as well. Bad. Yeah, it's, you know, there are a few people get absolutely chomped up. Um, and again, I thought Alexandra Arger, this is like a really mainstream film, film for him. I know a lot of people have said that, but it, it is quite mainstream for him. I thought he handled those scenes quite well as well. He didn't go too gory, but he didn't, it wasn't like too tame either. I liked that. But I liked to see that there was some kind of stakes involved that there were other people who were getting killed. And you did think to yourself, these things will kill anything that moves. Our heroes may not make it out, and the dog may not make it out of this. So, I, again, I, I like the fact that they showed that the gators were actually just menacing bastards as well. Yeah, I mean, that that bit with the ATM, I just couldn't stop thinking about Breaking Bad. I haven't seen like, Breaking I, Bad. Oh, okay. Well, people that have seen Breaking Bad will know exactly the episode that I'm on about, but there are some, there are some like, junkies i think that steal an atm and they can't get into it and the whole episode is about them trying to get into this atm to get all the money out and it ends in a most brutal fashion 
but it was all I kept thinking about. Did I was like, alligator you... come and eat them? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the dog though. The dog lived. <laughs> but no, they did fully. Like I was like, so you're going to get this ATM? Like they didn't really think it through, did they? Like they got to get. They got to get the ATM. They got to put it on or cash machine if you're not American. You got to put mm. it on a boat. You got to sail it back to you know charter it like Christopher <laughs> fucking Upwind, Columbus yeah. with his spices. Yeah, and get yourself back and then try to open it. Breaking Bad. There we go. No, uh, Francis Drake got proper bracked in this one. Proper bracked. Uh, That's what I used to say. Yeah, you're going to say it again now. For those, for those familiar with the show, for the episodes we did last year, you'll know Bloggy was keen on using the word <laughs> proper bracked for um, in any in any way. Basically, it was just it became a buzzword basically, as well as yeah, Jerry the yeah. Bat. But Jerry will make an appearance at some point as <laughs> well. But there's another guy as well who was who was working the evacuation. It turns out, I believe it was Haley's ex-boyfriend or, or there was oh, something. No, it was his sis, uh, sister. That's it. That's right. His sister. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And um, he also gets gobbled as well in the most in a kind of deep blue sea way as well. You could see it coming yeah. more so this yeah. time. You, yeah. Oh, that bit. No, that bit. I screamed. Like really? honestly, there was a few bits in this film that actually made me go like. There was three reactions. Jesus, get your hand out the water and ah! <laughs> like those were my like <laughs> get out the water. That's bloggy's like stock one. reactions in a minute. Yeah. But yeah, this guy gets proper bracked. And all he's all he's trying to do is help. The the claustrophobia that Arja manages to give this film is spectacular. Yeah. I didn't realise as well that it's called Cruel because they're in the cruel space. I thought it was called Cruel because Rabbit like is. alligators kinda of cruel about. Oh, I thought it was that as well. But I guess no, because they're in the cruel space. Of course, yeah, that's how they come you in know, and out. Yeah. I need to say Crawl in a really weird way, but it's the crawl space. Oh, I just assumed it was like a really like naff thing to say. Oh, look, these guys crawl, but more they swim in this film more than anything. No, but swim like would be a rubbish double, title. It's got a double whammy to it. Right, well, I, it's I, a I double bruh. <laughs> <laughs> double bruh. I never knew that. I, 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 I'm quite pleased to know. Cause, but then I, I never actually thought about it. It was just, it was just called crawl to me, and it just was. Oh, now, now it means much more to you. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the enclosed, you know, enclosed space, natural disaster, alligators everywhere. Sign me up. Brilliant movie. Yeah, we've had some naff alligator films before in our in our time. For example, uh, Lake Placid. Mm, Lake Placid. No, don't. Mm, don't now. Because no. I'll leave. I'll terminate the call. Super Gator. Super Gator. Mega Shark versus oh. Crocosaurus. See, now these are all films that I really should have seen by rights. Is Super Gator actually good? No. Swamp Shark? Swamp, Swamp Shark's Shark. good. Alligator 2, The Mutation. I mean, Alligator 1 obviously wasn't wasn't big enough, so he mutated in the second one. Jeez. No, Lake Placid's like... I, people keep comparing this film to Lake Placid. No, no, it doesn't compare. It does not compare. Say, it's because Lake they Placid. have scaly reptiles in it. It's yeah, it's in a league of its own. It's a brilliant movie, like with some genuinely amazing actors in it. Like you've got Oliver Platt, you've got um that guy's dad who was in About Time, whose name I cannot remember. Oh my god, um uh ah uh, the Irish guy that's in In Bruges and all those other oh, things. Oh, Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson, yeah. Yes. Donald Gleeson. General Hux is <laughs> governor. That's right, yeah. This? Yeah, and you've got Bill Pullman. Yep. There's so many people in that movie that are just brilliant. And Anna, um, Betty, Betty White? Betty White, yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, the old lady. Yeah, yeah, she's an old but lady. It's, it, but it's scary, but it's funny, but it's it's a thriller, and you just you kind of love it. But this movie, Crawl, reminds me of. Did you ever see Burning Bright? I have not seen that. Okay, so Burning Bright is about, and it's the girl from Step Up Two, whose name I can't, I don't know, I don't know who it was directed by, but basically they buy the dad buys a tiger off of meatloaf, like legit, he's meatloaf, and he's like, oh, this tiger is like real vicious, and he brings it back to his house because he's opening up like a zoo in his fucking house for some reason, and they are stuck in the house. the daughter and her autistic brother are stuck in the house the with this man in ferocious tiger during a hurricane. It sounds like the worst premise for a film I've ever heard, but it also but sounds like the cool. best film ever. But all that, because that film really didn't do very well. And Funny all that, that. Was missing was some alligators, clearly. <laughs> yeah. just, just, just going off there, why did he bring the tiger home? Because he was making a zoo he's in his house. He's opening up like a zoo. Yeah, he's opening up like a, a zoo. Um, but there is a plot. Um, no, Meatloaf just sells the tiger off because it's um, it's killed all the circus animals because it's a vicious bastard tiger. And the guy and bought it's untamable. It, yeah, yeah right, like you can't do well. with it. Right, and okay. it's like there's this whole bit where he's like, it killed one of the horses, and he goes, why did it kill the horse? And he goes, because it was the prettiest horse. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this this animal just hunts for sport, like. And it's, it's that just, kind of oh, film. Seriously, if you haven't seen it and you liked Cruel, you should definitely watch Burning Bright. Right. Two kids in a house with a with a man eating tiger. Have I got the wrong end of the stick? Is it is it actually quite good then? It's it's good in a sort of like the Meg kind of good. <laughs> like it's just like it's not quite as bad as maybe uh, Sharknado. Of course, but it you know it's it's got a storyline. There's a twist at the end, and you kind of like I did not see that coming. Like. Hmm. Okay. The tiger's well, actually their mum. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. I am your father. Uh, okay, I'll burn in bright. I'll I'll check it out then. I've never heard of it until now, but all right, fair enough. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant like Friday night. Get a few beers in, order a curry, watch Burning Bright, mm. have a laugh, go to bed. It's funny Friday. because cruel to me is exactly that. It's a get your mates round, couple of beers, get some pizza in, and just have a good fun watching it. It's one of those films you might you could turn the lights off. You might get a bit scared watching it. You probably will do because again, that claustrophobia and the tension and the atmosphere is yeah. actually powerful. But it's actually really d- well done in this film. So it's one of those kind of films where you can have a, like a communal little bit of fun with it. Or if you watch it by yourself, just don't put your feet on the carpet. And it is only eighty-seven you will minutes die. long. Yeah, you will die. The carpet will become your tomb. <laughs> it's eighty-seven minutes oh, long as well. Uh, it's it's not long. Uh, it's not even an hour and a half. And I think that actually works in the film's favour. Had this film yeah. been like. Even 15 minutes longer, it would have suffered. I think they managed to get the timing spot on. So uh, even even in like the moments which got started to get a little bit ludicrous, maybe towards the end, but it was paced really well. It was the right um, duration. It was just a white knuckle ride for quite a lot of it. And I keep saying it, but generally it was, it's one of the most surprising films of the year for me because I generally, firstly, wasn't interested in seeing this because, again, the poster looks dreadful. But hearing people say how good it was and then going to see it, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty damn good. It was filmed in Serbia, which is quite surprising, but it does a damn good job of making Florida look absolutely horrific. 
Why was it filmed in Serbia? Cheaper, I imagine. That just seems like an odd... Oh, okay. I imagine I, I it must be a lot cheaper. That just seems cheaper. like a very odd location. Like, Belgrade. Where film it? Serbia. Yeah. I don't know how close Belgrade and Miami are in terms of climate and visuals, but I can't imagine they are. But then again, it's filmed in a basement. But then again, that could have just... That's what, I'm sure that's just filmed on set, surely, unless they flooded a the basement. They could do it anywhere. A basement in Serbia is a basement in Florida. Yeah, well, they could have, just, they could have filmed it anywhere. I mean, one of one of the things that I found quite interesting, I watched um, some like interviews with them on YouTube, and um, Kayla Scordelario, whose yeah. name I can't say without that accent now. I didn't really. I, she's the she's the girl from Skins, isn't she? Yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. mental. So well I herself. thought her accent was very very good because I didn't realise that she she was one of us. <laughs> <laughs> but she uh, she was saying that. You know, she read the script and she was looking at the character and she kind of did it for the character because she's quite, you know, a strong female, mm-hmm. you know, looking after her dad, all that shit, you know, beating the beating the crap out of some, beating the tars out of some alligators. Stabbing some eyeballs, um, yeah. Yeah, with a screwdriver, you know, all that male iconography in there. Um, yep. But she also, um, she literally, she'd got like a one-year-old. So she hadn't long really given birth, you know, like a year is not that long for the female body. And she was in there literally like swimwear, like in the water all the time, swimming, doing all that stuff. And it was just, yeah, it was pretty like she put a lot of hard work into her because I don't think she, she didn't say like, you know, oh, yeah, I've got a background in swimming. So she <laughs> must crushed. have had to. I, yeah, I've got a background in beating up alligators, so <laughs> the role really spoke to me in that way. She said she had to really like think about, you know, can I do this? Like, can I actually physically put myself through this every day? And you know, like eighteen hours in mm-hmm. in the water. She must have been knackered as well. Must I've, have not, really I've never had fingers. a one year old, but yeah, must have must have been tough. I think that's good though for an actor to want to do that because you get yeah. you get some actors who who play it safe with their roles and. It could really do a branch on that a bit. I mean, she's been in. She was in the Maze Runner trilogy, which I don't think was quite as bad as the oh, world. Oh yeah, that was. one passed me by. That's fine. Um, she's in that extremely <laughs> wicked, shockingly evil, and vile this year, which I actually thought was excellent. And everybody else thought it was a piece of shite. But Did you she, think it was extremely wicked? <laughs> I thought it was extremely wicked. Uh, oh, most people that, thought it was vile. About, um, Ted Bundy, yeah, isn't when, it? When Zach, uh, Zach the Beefcake yeah, Efron yeah. was uh, Ted, I thought Zach it was really good actually as Ted Bundy. Zach's my face. She was in Pirates of the Caribbean as well. So she's been you in... seen Pirates of the Caribbean? One of the newer ones. Uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales, the latest one. Oh, uh, one of the latest no. ones. So she's she's done, before this, I mean, she's done like, yeah, Maze Runner, Pirates, to me, they're the similar things. Her role in Extremely Wicked was smaller, but still quite pivotal to the role, and she was good in it. But yeah, this, this is kind of, her, for me, her, like, I'm going to say it's her first leading role, but it, she literally is front and centre. It's her and Bazza Pepper, but she literally is front and centre. It's Maze Runner. There are obviously there's more. It's quite it's not more of an ensemble. This is pretty much a vehicle for her, and I thought she did really well. And yeah, the idea of what a year after giving birth and putting yourself through that—that's that's commitment. So yeah, I thought she did very very well. Bazza Pepper's lonely one-armed band. But I suppose, so let's talk about Bazza <laughs> Pepper because we can't leave him out because Barry Pepper was solid in this film. For he's one of those kind of like journeyman actors who who's in a lot of things and he's got a face you recognise. But I thought he was fine in this as well. Yeah, he he was good. He he did a good job of being unconscious and then remaining conscious throughout the rest of the film. That was the, that was the one thing for me where I was like, 
why is Eli out for the count? Absolutely, you know, could die, and then he's able to just quite. Is that adrenaline? I don't. I don't want to read too much into it, to be honest. But yes, writing, he did a very good job at being scared. I, I, I was in. I was in there with him. Well, you were screaming and shouting as well. So I thought. I thought he was all right. And the Gators, you know, they turned up, got a paycheck, did a good job as well. Yeah. On a related note, this film made buck. It made bank. Made a lot of money. You know, probably not. I'm going to ask now. What do you think the chances are in the next two years that we see a crawl too? Oh, we will, won't we? I mean, they they can't help themselves. We've already mm. got a 47 meters down to. That was horrendous. Um, I cannot believe that there hasn't been a. Uh, what was the one with Blake Lively? Oh, the Shallows. The Shallows. I can't believe there hasn't been a the Shallows too. That was quite good well, as well. Oh yeah, I actually really I I thought it was quite the payoff was very funny at the end. I don't remember the end. I just remember Stephen Seagull. What? Steve the Seagull was called Stephen Seagull. Oh, I get it. I thought mm. you actually meant Stephen Seagull. I was like, <laughs> he was the shark. Again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just put a fin on him and shark told him to wipe your ass. Lively, yeah, just yeah. act like your usual self, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah. prey on some young woman. Just blob like in the water. Do. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't sue me, Stephen. I'm sure all of those claims are unfounded. If you're listening, Stephen, we apologise. Please don't He's sue very, us. very high up in the Scientology church, I think. He's an absolute fruitcake. But, um, is, yeah. yeah. the had a good reggae career. He did, yeah. And he's one of those yeah. people who plays it safe, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he... he Apart from the reggae career. But no, yeah, the, 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 they all seem to follow the same kind of like, say, you know, I keep mentioning Burning Bright, but Lake Placid, mm. The Shallows, 47 Metres Down, it all has to feature a kind of a splintered family dynamic. You yeah, know, yeah. there's there's something going on and they all, all the women that are in it um, are having kind of issues either with their love life or their career. And this, this, which is cliche, experience is going to somehow help them. Like, so at the beginning of Crawl, it's, she's a good swimmer, but she could be better. Mm. And her dad is like, the, this, the splinter between them is obviously the dad pushed her too hard, like too much tough love, there's divorce, and she's not a very good swimmer. She's not as good as she could be, and something's holding her back from swimming. And now she's had to face all these alligators, probably not going to, you know, I feel like the whole point of it, and then at the end where the alligator takes her down for a death row and mm-hmm. she's like trying to pick up the flare and then there's this little flashback and her whole life flashes before her eyes mm-hmm. and then it shows her like doing you know that swimmer's turn that they do when yeah, they're yeah. doing things and they do like a roly-poly in the water and then it's like yeah bitch like pick up that flare you can hold your breath for a bit longer <laughs> Doosh. yeah i see what you mean there i guess when Alligators, like there's always it's all it always has their trauma has to link into something else in some way otherwise it's just people getting eaten by alligators how naff must it be for your epiphany moment to be after you've almost been eaten by an alligator it gets to that length where you think actually things aren't quite so bad or things are better now that i didn't get eaten by that alligator um yeah those those films the the way you make that that thematic link is is strong in all in those films certainly the shadows 47 meters shallows 47 meters down and this lake placid i can't remember yeah now i do what i can think now is a song from a star is born i have i can't remember lake placid and i haven't seen burning bright for, but for those three films there is that there is that link here yeah, where there's something going on and there is that yeah trauma that almost like, like depression. she's running away from her like because her husband 
her boyfriend ends up shagging a co-worker she, she at the museum right, yeah. that she works at and so she goes off to Maine and the whole thing is Bill Fullman being like why are you in Maine and she's like oh Today that was my impression is of Bill Independence and, Day wrong film Bill <laughs> I just I just know him from um, Spaceballs yeah. every single movie I see him in I'm like Lone Star <laughs> Bill Pullman's been in an awful lot of films, actually, which I didn't realise he was in. Oh, you but, were sleeping. Yeah, I I quite enjoyed that film. It's creepy as fuck, though. Yeah, Come but on. It's, it's like a guilty pleasure type film. Isn't the actual guy that's asleep while while you were sleeping is Sandy from bloody um, The O.C., isn't it? It's the dad from The O.C., and yeah. you're just like, oh, okay. It's weird. I, but I, I saw it in, like, 96 when it was to come out, and I think I quite enjoyed it then as, a, like, a sprightly 10, 11-year-old lad. So I imagine I'd still love it now. I'd like to see a film like this, a peril film, where the protagonist, whether male or female, isn't haunted by something. They are just ha- yeah. they just happen to be they're just a normal guy. Well, so they're not like Jaws. I mean, uh, Chief. I mean, Brody. And he wasn't. He was. You know, he was fine. Do you know what I mean? He had a he had a wife. Well, he, in comparison to this, I don't know. They're they're all kind of haunted by shit. I think that's that's what makes Jaws so good. But that's a different podcast for another well, it is. time. We, Don't get me started on that. There's definitely going to be a Jaws show one day. I know that. But I'd <laughs> like to see if, where somebody just goes out on a boat or goes swimming, not to, or whatever it is, not to escape tr- their troubles or their demons. Because God knows we've all got them. But we don't want... I'd just like to have a film about a normal person who isn't doesn't happen to just be a swimmer. Or, or whatever it might be, who gets put yeah, in this situation? That's convenient, yeah, yeah, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, for the story, because I mean, what I mean, people are swimmers. It's not out of the realms of possibility that someone okay. is a very good swimmer. But um, I'd like to see just somebody like me or somebody like you stuck on stuck on a boat as it's going down. And are you saying I'm not good swimmer? Well, I'm just saying we're normal people. I'm, I'm champion. You're lying. You're a liar. As as well. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there was that film. Um, I can't remember what it's called now, but it's with the two people who get stuck in the water for ages. Um, uh, Open water. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but when there were sharks circling them and basically yeah. running well for them, does it? So I guess there is that. Can't, there is that. But then again, they're probably quite good at boats. No, it, was it in it that they're scuba diving that's and it. scuba diver? They they fuck off and leave them, didn't they? That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and they're stranded. Oh, honestly, so people that have watched Open Water and think it's rubbish, you should watch the documentary of the real no, life no, no. I, Open I, I Water. Hate the ocean. I, I'm so scared oh, of the ocean. Oh my god! Like, because they're not—they don't know one another either. Really? So that, and that—that's my worst nightmare. I'm not even stuck with my partner, who I love dearly. You know, I'm just stuck with some random who I've got to like help kind of like, well, if... not that i'm an unhelpful person but you know i i find social interactions awkward at the best of times if the if the sharks come in i'm cutting i'm cutting their arm and they can they and they can be eaten for all i care oh, geez. honestly i would i would refrain i'd throw a random to the sharks sooner than i'd throw a dog <laughs> well, if it was a no, random yeah, dog enough. it'd be a different story well well oh, oh now we're in a pickle now aren't we we're in a quandary no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I'm not. No, yeah. Open water. I, I again. I've only seen that film once, but yeah, I'm I'm terrified of the ocean. Um, I'm actually definitely scared. That... So you are Chief Brody. Oh my god. I suppose yeah. Get out of the water. Yeah. Michael, get out of that boat. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'm not getting in that. Well, I'm like the water. I think I think I'm not getting in the water because as soon as I get in, a jellyfish is going to sting me or something like that. <laughs> Or something's going to happen, and that'll be I'll be fodder then. So I think I'd rather just go by the bite. But then Bazza Pepper and that gets beaten 
for, for most of this film he gets chomped on yeah. and he stays alive. Yeah. He's like the he's like the fallout to keep um to keep Matey alive, isn't he? Really, he's we don't, just we a don't... meat bag. Yeah, he he's just like a punch bag for the alligators to to chow on. <laughs> so we've mentioned that everybody lives. What yep. did you think about that? Would you rather have there been? It's just I know we we're not writers, we're not film writers, but that, looking at how the film went, would you rather, like for example, Dave had died at the end, or do you think that would have been too manipulative or almost like a waste of his character? Or are you glad that they all, including the dog, are you glad that they all made it out? I don't know. Like okay, so with me, I'm glad they all made it out, and I'm glad that there's the bit on the roof where they're getting the chopper down. Get to the chopper. And then it just- and then it just ends. Get to the chopper. And then it just ends. And then there's the, there's no, like, you know, six months later where the dad's, like, you know, in a hospital getting his prosthetics fitted and all the <laughs> stitches done up and she, like, wins the, the tournament. Or something, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I kind of want to see the aftermath. Hmm. A bit like on Scream where I think it's, like, Scream 3 where Sydney is <laughs> just, like, in some, like, Mental. Oh, I loved Scream. I know Scream Two was bad, wasn't it? Scream Two was bad. Scream Two was bad. And Scream Four, yeah. Ah, they were. Scream Four was probably better than Scream, but I I like Scream Three. But she's like, you know, she's in like a a house, and she's got the security, and she's got like mega PTSD, and it's like, so would would she still become? Would she win the tournament? Would she be able to get in the water? Does she go and do like? Does she end up working at the alligator? Conservation. That sounds like a sequel right, to me, though. Yeah, like what? It, yeah, like it, it. Like you know, like aliens, where she's like, God, "Oh, yeah. you don't understand. I've been there, mm. and no one gets it." See, that's a good premise for a sequel because uh, you could easily make like forty-seven me- or forty-seven meters down uncaged. Ugh, did they basically just gave you the same film but worse? Whereas you could actually, if you really wanted to be clever do what you've just said basically is explore the character of Haley and how she dealt with getting back in the water yes a swimming a you know Olympic swimming pool was not quite an alligator infested basement but what was water how, how did she feel diving to that water yeah did did she have the like the fortitude to keep going with her swimming or did she take up some other role what, what happened to Barry Pepper's arm basically uh, what happened to the dog you could yeah. you could but then in saying that You'd then have do to they, kind do of they plunge even stay them. in Florida. You'd have to plunge them back into the same situation to make it a similar film, though. Otherwise, if it's just a film about how they recovered from it without any alligators, that would be weird. But then having alligators right, in well, the film would be horrendously shoehorned. Here's your film. Here's your film. Here we go. All right. So, what, what's the name? What's her character's name? Haley. Haley Keller. Haley. She she's trying to get back in the water. She's she's going to swim in, and like some little punk kids are like messing about, and they. They push their float towards her, and she thinks this crocodile, and she totally like freaks out and like pulls a screwdriver out, and she's like stabbing the float. Like, ah! Oh, that's not the kids. And yeah, she goes, she goes, yeah, not the kids. That that would be a different film entirely. That would be very much directed by Sam Raimi. Yeah. But she, uh, you know, passes going. Then she's like, okay, I need to deal with my trauma, and she goes to an alligator farm. There's your movie. There's your movie. And then she gets, and then something happens, and then... Well, yeah, something something happens, you know. She she decides that she's going to go, uh, I don't know, into like, I was going to call it the mangroves. What the fuck is it called? You know, in like, like the Florida. Everglades. Where... Yeah, yeah, somewhere like I've that. Yeah, the mangroves. What's the, the mangroves? The mangroves, it sounds like a pub in like Twickenham. <laughs> or a pub down in Brentwood over here. Oh, I'd know that because I, I would have been there. <laughs> yeah, passed out in there, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, I've been to the mangroves. That's a bit of me, that is a bit, you know, a bit more. I'm from Surrey, so it's a bit more me. Yes, the mangroves, yes, me and Jeeves. Oh, yeah, the mangroves. It also but sounds no, yes, like an, a, yes. another word for men's pubes. Uh... <laughs> uh... <laughs> that sounds like. Do you know what? This is a good time for. I looked up some jokes. <laughs> I looked up some alligator jokes. First one, you know this one. How do you know the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? I don't know. Well, one you see later and one you see in a while. Oh! Oh, your turn. Jesus. Um, what do you call an alligator in a vest? Uh, I don't know. An investigator. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite good, actually. That one was jokes, right? That's quite good. That was, like, that was proper <laughs> bants with a Z. I'll say this in the pod. <laughs> Twirling her moustache. Uh, <laughs> Any more? Uh, what do you call an alligator with GPS? Um, no. A navigator. I was going to say a sat nav, but that's not right. A navigator. No, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Any more? You failed at that. No, that was it. Oh. That those were the only ones that I wanted to share. I mean, I could look. I suppose don't overstay your welcome. I suppose keep, keep them coming, keep them begging for more. Yeah, well, I, I can look up some more if you want. I could put up funny, funny alligator jokes. I think I think once the show goes out, guys, we'll uh, we'll add a few we'll add a few alligator jokes to the post. So yeah, look out! Oh, if you've got any of your own ones, guys, chuck us some gator gags if you wouldn't yeah, mind. Yeah. Next, some cr- crocker chuckles or something here. Yeah. Oh jeez, crocker chuckles! I can hear you typing away furiously. Alligasses. <laughs> no, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. It's it's, it's fine. It'll do. <laughs> well played. Well, good, good, good try though. But yeah, so uh, out of the right, we've mentioned Placid, we've mentioned um, other alligator slash crocodile films because to, to, to me they're both the same thing. They're both oh. sort of scaly, live in water, and will eat you if they have a chance to. Where does this rank to you then in like the in like the the croc the scaly lizard films? In the, what? So it was in the ranking. You can't just ask me where it ranks. Well, you... you mentioned Lake Placid was in another le- in another oh, Lake, league. Lake, Lake Placid, so that's why I'm asking. In, in a whole other league, like is in it is number one in every fucking category. Well, in that case, like, there Lake goes Placid our answer. Then. Is actually the best film ever made of all time. You know, Schindler's List, English Patient, Shittum, <laughs> Lake Placid, Mulholland Drive. Nah, mate, Lake Placid. Oh. I honestly, people people that I work with are uh, they hate me. Not only just because of who I am as a person, but they hate me because I love really bad movies. And then they're like, oh, you're meant to love films. Like, oh, your taste is crap. What, what are their name? Martin Scorsese and Francis Ford Coppola, by any chance? No, no. And that's the point. They're not. No, they're not exactly. <laughs> they're, they're, it's, just, it's just Megan Carl from The Office. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I Crawl is it, better than The Meg. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it's better than the Meg. Oh, it is. Um, It's better than Snakes on a Plane. (laughs) It's better than Anaconda. Oh, God, yeah. It's far. I do quite like Anaconda. Like, Anaconda probably comes like, it probably goes like Lake Placid, Cruel, Anaconda. What about the the shark films that aren't Jaws? The Shallows, 47 metres down. Ooh, um, what, in in relation to Cruel? Yeah, so kind of chucking them in there, because we mentioned it, because thematically they're similar. No, I think Cruel beats all of them. Yeah, um, I think it does as well. I think all of them I actually enjoyed more than I thought I would. I think I put Cruel, then The Shallows, then 47 Metres Down. But I did actually enjoy 47 Metres Down more I'd than I thought. I put 47 Metres Down before The Shallows. Um, that, that 
that movie did jet i only saw it a couple of weeks ago and it really messed me up i decided to write nine o'clock on a sunday morning bit hungover feeling a bit anxious i'll watch 47 meters down <laughs> oh my god no, not a good idea not not the one i was i was yeah i was a state i had to go back to the pub <laughs> yeah. what a surprise that was my excuse anyway yeah, what, a, what a surprise <laughs> no i I'd put i put shallows ahead of it only just so but to me they weren't there's not much between them but the crawl is the crawl was a massive surprise i think i think i've got it in like my top 20 or 25 of the year so far and i've seen a few films this year and that's just how surprising it was to me that i i sat down in the cinema and had an absolute blast of this film when I had when I had no intention of doing so. I honestly thought I was going to come out and it would be like Slender Man or something like that. But I just yeah. thought this was absolute ass. Turned out, no, it's not. Even again, even when it gets to the end, when Dave's arm gets bitten off and he's still alive and still fighting, oh. you've got the Gator does a death roll on Haley. She's still alive. She still manages to find it within herself to get a screwdriver and stab the geezer, um, the geezer, the alligator in the eye. <clears throat> And then they all stay, they all survive, even though everybody else around them is getting absolutely brucked. It, brucked. Even though it's like completely ludicrous at times, sometimes that's what you want in a film. And it, not every film has to be, you like you say, Schindler's List, again, very good film. Or, like, or a film like that, Citizen Kane, as everybody always says, The Godfather. Sometimes you just want to have fun. And this film is that, it's fun. I've been wanting a horror type film for a long time, which I could sit down. I can get invested in, I can enjoy, I can care for the characters somewhat, but not just feel like a load of just rubbish. Like I saw um, the, the new Annabelle film um, that oh came out. God, and I was just like, awful. this is not what I wanted. I want a horror film that really gets under your skin. And this film does because Alexandre Aja brings that, I mentioned it before, he brings the atmosphere, brings the te- he knows when to use the, the antagonist, the villain, which in this case is the Crocs. He knows alligators. He knows how to use his surroundings. He knows when to use emotion. The score was spot on for me. It's not one I listened to, but in relation to the film, it <laughs> works perfectly. I think so. Everything kind of came together to create this like really decent, effective little nasty film, which I did not expect. So yeah, that's me on Cruel. Oh, you nasty! <laughs> you nasty! You nasty! I just loved how he turned everything into a potentially scary moment. Yes. Like, you know, standing on the kitchen counters, trying to get, you know, trying to get that guy's gun, trying to... Ah! Okay. Sorry. I know we're trying to wrap up now. What the fuck was the point of the eggs and babies? That went nowhere. Again, I think that that was just to throw us off, to basically make us think... There's Firstly, there's more of them out there, which you knew anyway, and at any moment, these could do like a go, go full alien and hatch... I just think it was there just to add more tension, but without did, any reason all, of going all anywhere. All it did was make me think, oh, my God, where's mum? Where's the mum? And then I thought, is that there? Because like I, the cop that she gets the gun off, Yep. when does he die? Because I don't see that. I feel like this alligator's been in there for some time. He's like, oh, I don't know how he got in there. Because obviously it's not flooded when the first alligator is in not there. Not when the Everything first one's in there. Kind of kosher. Well, that's what gave us what you haven't actually so mentioned. So did that? Did that? Yeah. So so did that? Did that one kill the carp? Has it been nesting? And is that why it's so pissed off? Because it's protecting eggs. But I just thought, where's mum? It's going to be annoyed. It's protecting eggs. We've all seen Lake Placid, obviously, mm, yes. and we all know what happens when reptiles get protective over their eggs. Anaconda ate yep. John Boyd. <laughs> yeah. You know. 
We haven't forgiven that anaconda. We, I, I, I couldn't quite eat a whole John Boy, but oh, certainly I, give it a good go. A, a leg and a peck <laughs> or two, yeah. Um, <laughs> I won't get past his face. <laughs> yeah, I'd just rip a bastard's head off. I'm glad we didn't get Mummy Gator as like the big boss at the end, though. I'm glad but that I, um, she didn't just crawl out as Skoda Lara was crawling in. Yeah. Yeah, but that that was what I thought was going to happen, and then obviously she wasted all them bullets. Surely, well, if you shoot an alligator, bullets. it buggers off. No, not these ones. These are angry alligators. Do we? The, uh, but as I said, they are angry. Yeah, they're angry, and um, yeah, we didn't mention that though, which is another and again another really good convention that he uses. Like you said, it's not the basement isn't flooded when at the start of the film. It's you know there's water there, obviously it's submerged, but it's only during the film does the the, the water levels start to rise. And yeah. they've not only have they got to fight off the alligators to stay alive, they also literally have to keep their heads above water because they are every minute that goes by the but the basement's flooding and their airspace is running out. So that is something again which they use to dramatic effect again it's it's not something we haven't seen before but in this film it was used really well because they've got the second escape which is the hatch in the in the ceiling or in the in the floor and like the hallway upstairs but there's a box or something on top of it so they can't open it or a cupboard or something so they can't open and that's where sugar the dog is sniffing around so they've they've got to keep the head above water they've got to try and open that hatch or they've got to swim to the other side of the basement and it's quite a big basement to try and get yeah. out. So the, the flooding is a really, really decent convention that he used. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that that, that was... It's good because it, it is like it, it's a disaster movie and and a creature feature at the same time. Mm-hmm. So you've got two things working against you. But I think, for me, it was... While they're on land, you know, she she's able to drag her dad on some tarp this huge alligator busts out the stairs, which, by the way, oh, God, brown pants much. I was so scared. <laughs> and then this alligator bursts out, and he's like, rah, 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 rah. and she's dragging him back. But obviously the alligator, they can only run in, like, short bursts. Although I feel like can't alligator, alligators are the ones that can run, right? I mean, there's probably loads of Floridians being like, oh, no, uh, I genuinely don't know the difference between them. Apparently, I think one's bigger than the other. That's literally, I know nothing about them. If I saw one... I always assume they're crocodiles. This is my basicness, but I, I think, don't know the difference. I feel like alligators can run a little bit faster than crocodiles, but neither of them fare very well outside of water. So it's that it's that idea of like, well, you're on land at the moment, so you've got the monopoly. But as soon as the water starts to rise, I have the high ground. They can, yeah, you can you can take the the high ground. <laughs> you could you could be the dry person on that one, but like after that, you. You're gonna get brucked because how how do you outswim an alligator? It's a bit. It's just like Jaws. How do you out? How do you outswim a megalodon, Jason Statham? And how, and how, how many accents did you have in that film, Jason Statham? Oh, it was all building God. up to that moment at the end where he just ripped his kit off, basically to leap into the water. That was the moment he was waiting for. I've just. Had oh a... my God! This a megalodon. Yeah, and then he changes because he goes Welsh, South African, American, and oh, English. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, guys, we, he's like Kelly Osbourne on Bow Selector. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Spirits. I'm a little nuts in that. He's like Joss Stone remember. about ten years ago. Just couldn't oh, couldn't decide God. what to sound like. Cringe. Um, I was I've, telling people about Jeff Stone the other day at, at the awards, where uh, she just. I also heard the name Jamie Cullum for the first time in about two decades earlier on. So, um, my dad calls him Jamie Bighead. Just <laughs> well, I've just checked. The difference between an alligator and a crocodile is firstly it's their scales, isn't it? It's the snout, 
An alligator's got a wider U-snaped, U-shaped snout, whilst a crocodile's front ends, front end, they're more pointed and V-shaped. And the when their snouts... It's got a pointy front end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now you know you can tell it's got a v, V-shaped front end. Crocodiles look like they're flashing a toothy grin. They look like they're smiling at you. Apparently, crocodiles look a lot happier than alligators. So I guess that's why they're angry. Yeah, well, you know, I think you took qualms with my intro, and I think my intro was fine and dandy. Sorry, mate, I do apologise now. But Google's also telling me that crocodiles are apparently more aggressive than alligators. So, yeah. Oh, was it so? Check your facts, Arja, Raimi. But uh, I think so. Well... Do you know why you should never play poker with a crocodile? Because uh, he's got a V-shaped front end. Because you'll lose every hand. Fucks. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what about your legs and your head? Well, just because you'll lose because it's poker and you'll lose a hand because it will bite it off. Poker and face. They're obviously really good at playing poker because they've got triangular snouts. <laughs> yeah. Apart from the crocodile, because they've always got a toothy grin. So... I wouldn't. I wouldn't play poker with an alligator. I wouldn't get anywhere near an alligator. Apparently, you can run away from an alligator in zigzag pattern because um, alligators, an alligator or a crocodile, can only they, they swim quickest in a straight line. So if you swim zigzag, apparently that is. Oh the yeah, sure, way. mate. I can't even swim in a straight line, let alone in a zigzag. I can barely I'd be dead. swim. I'd be dead in minutes. Like, swimming zigzag just... would just be splashing furiously, surely. Just how? Yeah. Trying I mean, to change your direction off. in water. I mean. You look a bit silly, but you can't. Apparently, you can. Um, you can't oh, yeah, outrun that's an alligator. What you'd, be you'd be like, "No, I can't do that. I look stupid." Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to embarrass myself in front of the alligators. Yeah, the alligator might be so the confused as to what I was know? trying to do that the toothy grin might just turn into like a confused stare. <laughs> um, but no, perhaps so. You can outrun an alligator on dry land, but apparently they don't come. They don't chase after you on dry land very often. And if you swing swim in zigzag fashion, you can easily outswim an alligator or crocodile, assuming you can swim. So, um, yeah, there you go. So it's not out of the realms of possibility. Would she not know that? Well, she she wasn't a crocodile. So they they live in Florida. They live live right near an alligator farm. As she's driving up, they're like, oh, alligator farm, careful. Don't don't fall in here. Would they not know? Like, okay. I live near a turkey farm, but I know sod all about turkeys. Yeah, but they're not a threat to your life like they are in Florida. Might don't be. don't you you get like Floridians get issues with alligators a lot, don't they? I've got um friend a friend of friend of a friend of mine, old John Burke, big man, statesman of mine. He lives in Florida. I'm going to ask him after the show and get back to you on this because I've he, he he's mentioned the weather a few times to me that it can be pretty ferocious. So I'm going to get ask him about the about happy. the gates. Yeah. Well, because there's that bit on Monsters Inc. You know when they they get oh, rid wow. of. Um, you know when they get rid of Randall mm-hmm. and they, they're chucking through the door, and he goes to like some, he goes into like some trailer park, and he's like, "Ma, Gator got out the toilet again," and they start beating him. Oh, I'm not well. That's actually, no, little you can't. There are little gators who live in toilets. Apparently, yeah, they don't live in toilets. They swim up the pipes. Well, I just assumed that that was like you know a common problem, like how you get bears in Canada. Maybe, but then again, it may have just been stereotyping. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been. Probably was. <laughs> Monsters Inc. being brought up. Oh. Yeah, so we brought up Monsters Inc. We brought up some good films in this, but yeah, no, I, I did on. Oh, so yeah, on that, I, I enjoyed. Cool. I thought again, good performances, good score. 
Oh, brilliant direction for a film which had no right to be any good, as far as I'm concerned. I'm, I'm glad to see it did well. I am worried that they're going to give us a really schlocky sequel, a la 47 metres down, uncaged, which really wasn't worth putting to digital or celluloid. You're really upset about that film, aren't you? I, I only saw the trailer and I was like, mm, I'll probably still watch it. Oh, well, I won't say anything about it other than it's cat. Oh, no, go on. It's, obviously, it's terrible. Well, it is, it is terrible. It's, yeah. it's, it's basically, in a nutshell, it's four, four teenage girls who, um, oh, are, who are told by their diver of a father not to go into this certain part of the water because it contains like Aztec ruins. Fine, okay. I, okay, so what do they do? They go into the water that contains Aztec ruins. Just like on Lion King when he says, don't go in there, and don't, he goes in there the and then his dad dies. Them, yeah. and, um, the, uh, and then they're like, GPS trackers fail and of course your oxygen level starts to go down because they're lost because they don't know where they're going. And then the sharks come to get them. Basically, I said in my review, it's basically, it was just an excuse to get four attractive young girls in the bikinis. That's literally the only reason that this film was made. And it sounds mm-hmm. weird, but there's nothing else to this film other than that. And it's... And Weinstein wasn't even involved in that one, was he? No, he wasn't. Apparently, Steven Seagal executive produced it. But uh, it's, it's creepy <laughs> and leering and it's just... But there's nothing scary about it either. And you don't care about the people. You generally don't give a monkeys about the characters, which is like, you know, that's Room 101. If you can't... Dig yeah, the characters. You yeah, you. Whereas here, I liked the characters. I wouldn't say I thought Haley Keller was the greatest character of all time, but I liked her. She was sympathetic. Dave Barry Pepper. Yeah, I mean, he looked. He was unconscious oh, or dying most of the time, but he was fine. Everybody within the film was fine, as in like characters to root for. So I didn't have that problem of thinking I really don't care if you die or not. So that is that for me is another reason why the film did well because I mean, writing wise, it's fine. Right, it is what it is, but. The characters were, were written well enough for me, anyway, to think. I hope you don't die, or at least if you do, go out in a blaze of glory. Apart from that, yeah, that one guy um, who came to help them and got absolutely munched. Yeah, you got proper Brooks, didn't he? Mm-hmm. So that's for me. For me, so cruel. I mean, what have, what have we spoken about so far? We've gone Christ, Halloween, The Conjuring, Fright Night, Is Fright that, Night. Was that all of them? Yes. Halloween. The I think that may be it. My head's telling me there's another one, but I think that might be all of it. Jerry the Bad. Yes. For those who haven't listened, Jesus. Um. So yeah. So let's 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 kick off where we left off then. Halloween, The Conjuring, Fright Night, Cruel, Bosch. Where we where we putting Cruel in amongst those? Oh, that's a tough one. I didn't think you were going to ask me that. Um. Halloween, so what have we got? Halloween, you've just said them about five times. Halloween, The Where Conjuring, Fright Night. Um, I think it goes The Conjuring, Fright Night, Cruel Halloween for me. The Conjuring, Fright... Did you say, did you say The Conjuring or Fright Night first? The Conjuring, yeah. Fright Night, Cruel Halloween. Uh, oh. For how scary they are. Well, just personally, as, as, in terms of scares... I'd probably put Crawl above Friday Night for scares. In terms of what oh. film I enjoyed the most, in terms of just having a good time with, I soften back round and put Friday Night above Crawl. Yeah, that and that's where for me, I'd, yeah, I think well because Friday Night when I watched it, it was quite scary. But yeah, I, I guess watched the, it when I was a nipper. You did. You watched it. Your mum went to Astra and got it, didn't she? Yeah, she did. I with remember. I don't know how I remember that, but I do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but the, the the 2010 or whatever remake that went for more scares, if I remember rightly. Whereas the first one was that kind of an 80s humour involved, and that's why it worked better for me. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, that's what, yeah, I know I'm happy with my choice. I'd still tick tack The Conjuring at number one. I don't think I, oh, see, I'm torn over to put Friday Night and Cruel numbers. I might just put them at joint for now. Friday Night and Cruel. No, you can't do that. Oh, you can't on. do, you didn't give me that option. No, I never said you couldn't do it. Oh, what? Editor-in-chief writes right now. <laughs> you need to just... Listen, we're both, we both in control of this show. If, go, if you want to go co I'm, not, do I'm it. not in control of your feelings. That's the... <laughs> As much as I would like to be, Matt, I'm not. Oh, I do apologise for that. All right, then. Uh, Conjuring, uh, Fright Night, Crawl and Halloween. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to echo you for the minute because Fright Night is a blast. It's so good. There's so much going for Fright Night, whereas Crawl was effective and... like. Like, you know, it had that horrible atmosphere. Fright Night had the scares. Had the it's got the quotes. It's got the characters. It's got the cheese, and it's it is a proper beer and pizza film as well. So, well, Halloween's yeah. a decent film. I'm not going to say it's rubbish. It's Halloween's right. a good film. It's you know it's it's built its reputation on you know being from the 70s in that particular time when horror films were just starting to evolve, and I think that's where it gets a lot of its legacy from. But it's a good film. Did you prefer the remake or the original oh, sorry, the, the, the new the 2018 version or the original what of Halloween yeah I did right so this is like really unpopular opinion I actually did quite like what Rob Zombie did with Halloween you did like that one, much, didn't you? yeah I did yeah I did like I liked the fact that it showed that Michael Myers came actually from quite a shit family mm-hmm. and there was reasons behind there was a reason there was a point to why he did what he did, whereas I guess, but I think the original Halloween has a lot of magic, obviously, because I, I think he's a visual manifestation of Vietnam and mm-hmm. fear coming into the suburbs. So yeah. I think in that respect, it, it's, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't show it to someone and be like, oh, you, you're just going to shoot you at me. Like I wouldn't, <laughs> it, it's not, it's not something that I would sort of say to someone like, yeah, it's a good horror film. I would just say, it's it's something that is important and it's mm. there and it needs to be recognised, but it's not something that I watch to be like, ooh. Get the willies. Um, well, Mike, yeah. And Mike Mars can drive inexplicably. What about, what, <laughs> what, about, what, about the, what about the new one? Did you see that one where Jamie Lee Curtis came back? And did you see that one again? Oh, I haven't seen, no. no. Do you know, I quite and I enjoyed it. I forgot it even existed to the point where I forgot to watch it. I... Who's like, yeah, I'm sure it was great. I Who thought it was, right. I thought it was okay, actually. Most people thought it was average. I thought it was pretty yeah. good. It had some, it had its moments. Oh, which did I? Oh, did I? oh my God. I know. I think that I did. I think I did watch it. Do you know? I think I did watch it. And it was so it. much like the original. It was, yeah. It looked better that I was like, it's basically the same movie. Because she goes back to the old house, doesn't she? And everything. And the old house is all like derelict, no? Uh, I think so. I don't, I don't even remember because I know she has. A, I know she has a new. She had no. Because she has a new. I don't know. She has a new house and it's like Fort Knox, basically as well. Yeah, she like. She's like. I've been waiting for this moment. That's it. And they mention podcasters and they get killed straight away. Yeah. Yeah, that's she's it. Coming in the air tonight. That's it. And they've got. A, and they've got. And they're making the two new sequels. I don't know what the Halloween Strikes Back and Return of the Halloween or whatever it's called. But they've got two sequels coming out in quick succession. But. With Jamie Lee Curtis, so I'll, I'll go and watch those. But I was just interested. I know we're on a diversion there, but I was just interested in what you thought was Like it was okay, it, mm-hmm. but it was just it was just the same movie, but more stylish, more funky. That it it didn't need to be done. But the fact that Jamie Lee came back, you know, I got a lot of time for that. I like Jamie Lee Curtis. 
No, it's fair enough. And they they, they, they name check Donald Pleasance's character as well in that film. So we can't go about the Pleasance. He's dead now, isn't he? Oh, he is. That's why he wasn't in it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all right. <laughs> Fairly serviceable reason. They, did, have they done the old, uh, what they're going to do with James Dean or whatever it oh, is? Oh, God. That is abhorrent, if you ask me. I really think that's bad. I can't believe that they're going to do that. I, if, if they said, would you like Jason Miller to be CGI to come back as Father Karras one more time? No. No, because I had to get my exorcist mention in i've got it in now thanks guys have you seen that uh kermode's doing a new doing yes a documentary, i have yeah i also laugh at the way i say kermode uh i don't think it is now how, how are you supposed to say it? Kermode. kermode yeah what like a toilet yeah kermode or kermode um i haven't uh, so i think i don't think it's out yet but i have seen it he's doing it and i can't wait basically how do you say his name i think it's mark kermode that's weird oh I, I, I'm not going to call him that to start with respect. Let's call him K- Kermy or Kermit or Mode or yeah. Mark. Marky Mark. Marky Mark. The funky bunch. <laughs> and let's not forget Simon Mayo. Shout out to Simon Mayo, the forgotten part of the two. I like Simon Mayo. Um, no, I have seen that. I have, well, I have seen he's doing it. I'm quite looking forward to that. And I'm sure one day we'll speak about that film. But um, about Cruel then. Anything else you yeah. want to mention about this 87 minute jaunt against angry alligators which turned out to be pretty good it's bloody brilliant that's all i've got to say it was it was everything it was ron seal wasn't it it was everything i wanted hurricane alligators peril dog don't get in the water oh my god what is that jesus christ like that's the film that's oh god what are you doing stones yeah yeah yeah. Don't do that. Don't, don't go le- in there. Don't lean into that hole. Oh. No, God. Oh, God, the dog. Yeah, that's basically the movie. Oh, water. Crocodile in the shower. That's exactly Alligator. it. Alligator. Alligator. Yes. Oh, you've got me doing it now. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Alligator in the shower. That's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Have I, a shower. I, I look, I, do you know what? I know I know. it's usually folly to say, mm, which film would you put above which film? This is folly. But um, in our... In our, it's folly. In, in in these shows, obviously, I think it's quite fun to kind of pit films against each other. So I'm interested to see what five, four, five, six, seven shows down the line, whether Crawl manages to rise a bit or if it's if it stays towards the bottom, depending on what we're talking about. So if it crawls back into the crawl, yes. Space. How if it crawls back up there? Um, yeah, buddy. Whether it will do or not, I don't know. But um, I, I again, final time. I did enjoy Crawl, and I'm quite glad actually that you chose this to be firstly the the comeback special, the resurrection of the pod. And also because, you know, it's not the first film I would have thought of to talk about. No, and you made that quite apparent when I suggested it. And <laughs> Did I? You, you make it out as though, oh, yeah, I'm really glad about this. You were like, well, Crawl wouldn't have been my first choice. My first choice would have been The Exorcist. I never said but... that. I never, you, yeah, I never said it. that. I was I thinking. Could, I could read, I could read between your messages. I, uh, in, text. in text. In text form, it does sound... It, uh, in text. It, it, in text. Uh, in text. It, it, everything comes across bad. I didn't mean it you as if to say that. You know what she chose. <laughs> Do you know what she did? Uh, <laughs> in text, I, it would have, I see how it would have come across as that. I mean, it wasn't meant to be... Well, that wouldn't have been my first choice in my, with my nose in the air looking down at you. I was just like, well, I would never have thought about that. He's a liar. 
piss off. <laughs> it's, a, it's the truth. Honestly, no, I, what I wouldn't. lies I told tonight to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, I generally wouldn't have thought of Crawl. That's what I thought was a good idea because we could have just bashed out something which came out last week or or one of the, you know. The Exorcist. Yeah, or the Texas Chainsaw Massacre or the Exorcist or Jaws or just something a bit more, you know, bosh. But yeah, Crawl, good shout. I like it. Hey, good stuff. Do you want do you want one more one more joke? If you've got one, let's round let's round out of a joke. A gag. What do you call an alligator who wears crocs? A traitor. A bloody sellout. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. Good shout. What who did you find that online or did you make it up? I found it online. I can't make up jokes. I'm glad you didn't make it up because it's bloody awful. To be oh it, see look. It was... See? True colours are coming through now. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. Cruel wouldn't have been my first choice, but I'm glad that you did it. <laughs> I'm glad that you did it. Okay. So um, Well, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad that Cruel enriched your life and your mind. It did. And uh, I'm glad to be doing this again with you. So, yeah, let's keep going. But that is that then for this episode of Death by Pod, The Return. We have crawled back in uh, with this. We've been We've been biting hard at each other, but... Hell, it was a snappy episode. I enjoyed this one, so thank you, Bloggy Balboa. Uh, next, our next episode, we actually are going to be doing something a bit more modern, but only from last year. We're going to be talking about hereditary. Is it hereditary or hereditary? Um, well, commode, commode. <laughs> scone, scone, potato, potato. I've always called it hereditary. Always, as in it's been up for years. I've called it always. hereditary. Hereditary. Yeah, <laughs> Heza. <laughs> yeah, I've just called it hereditary because I think that's how you say it. Hereditary. Yeah. We're going to watch Hereditary. Hereditary next week. We'll do it. So we'll be bashing out that bad boy in the next episode. But until the next episode, if the people out there want to want to hear more from Elizabeth from Bloggy Balboa, where are they going to find you online? You can find me at Bloggy Balboa on Twitter. You can find me by putting in Bloggy Balboa on Google and seeing what comes up, which hopefully is my blog. <laughs> <laughs> You can always find me in the kitchen at parties. Or in the mangrove down Twickenham Way. In the mangrove. In the mangrove. In the mangrove. Talking about the exorcist and hereditary. <laughs> yeah, and, and commode. Yeah. And commode. And how much folly crap choosing crawl was. No, uh, yeah. if you if you get a chance, which you should do, check out uh, Elizabeth's work. Uh, she is a very good writer, and I do say that. In all honesty as well. If you, uh, if you want to find more of me, like. you can go to whatiwatchtonight.co.uk. Uh, we're on Rotten Tomatoes as well, so the reviews go up on there. Twitter, Instagram, What I Watch Tonight, you'll find us on there. We're on Facebook, but let's face it, don't really use it. I'm not sure many people do anymore. So, yeah, until then, thank you again, Bloggy, for coming on and talking to Malagates. Thank you. No worries, and we'll be back it's in. We'll be back very soon with Hair Editory. But until then, from me, see ya, and from Bloggy. See you later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>